Welcome back to the Hoffcast. Guess who's not sick anymore? I beat it without going to the doctor. And I feel great. There's just slight lingering symptoms, but I am like, I'm 95%, you guys, which is fantastic. That means hopefully I've built up some sort of antibody inside of me that will be able to kick this in the future. Maybe I won't get this every single year because this year it was going to happen twice. And I, finally, I was like, no, enough is enough. We're not going down that route. We're not going down that path. I am going to fight this. I had I wasn't traveling these last two weeks, so I was able to spend time and like actually I didn't really rest a lot. I didn't really sit around, but I just wasn't in airports just breathing in that stale, uh, compressed air of an airplane where it's just cycling through your lungs. I was able to, you know, be here and walk out and about and and do my regular thing. So I am happy to announce that I am on the mend and coming at you here with episode 28 of the Hoffcast. This is for uh, Wednesday, December 12th. We are less than two weeks away from Christmas, and I gotta say, last week I did my uh, top ten movies of Christmas, and uh, some of you, some of you, some of you took issue with my top ten, which is fine. I told you that was fine, uh, but what I guess what I didn't realize is that uh, so many people hate the movie A Christmas Story. I had it number two on my list, and and some of you, I got a couple of messages where like. That movie's garbage, doesn't hold up, hate it, hate you. (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know we were going to devolve into just absolutely hating everyone. But uh, I can see it. I can see that if you didn't grow up with it, why all of a sudden, you know, somebody puts it on for the first time. You're like, I don't know why this is so good. I I think it's one of those movies you had to have grown up with and it had to mean something as you were coming up and coming of age. And that's it's been one of those movies that was always, just always kind of there, I feel like. Um, and I loved it. And, and that little kid, Ralphie, you still see him today in every Vince Vaughn movie. If you guys, any single Vince Vaughn mo- movie, he's one of uh, Vince's producing partners. He directs some of them. Uh, but almost every single Vince Vaughn movie of the last decade you're gonna see that blue-eyed kid peter billingsley with the same blonde hair uh now you're gonna not be able to not see him i think he's in that movie couples retreat i think he's in all of them so anytime you come across a vince vaughn movie now keep your eyes peeled for that guy he has something to do with it um so i apologize to those of you that did not do not like the christmas story you know just substitute one of those other ones in there i gave you a couple other ones uh, to fit in. I mean, heaven sakes, there were eleven movies in my top ten. So just kick that one out and move, move one up. Um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't really hear too much else. I thought I was gonna take a lot of heat from uh, putting grumpy old men or serendipity or just friends on the list, but I didn't take too much heat. It was a Christmas story, pretty much a staple of the Christmas season for many people. A uh, few of you uh, were haters. And you let me know, and that's fine. That's fine. That's part of that's part of the deal. 
that we can round each other out and have these kinds of discussions. Not everybody has to like everything. Heaven knows I don't like things. Uh, I don't like, um, let's see, <laughs> let's keep the hate train rolling. Um, I never really got that into the Beatles. There, I said it. It's not something that I, you know, they've got some fine songs. They've got some ones that when it comes on the radio, I'm not going to turn it off. But they don't have, like, I'm, I'm not the kind of diehard. I, I don't, I couldn't name more than three or four of their songs. Um, I couldn't pick Ringo Starr out of a lineup. I, I don't know what you want me to do. In fact, I don't think I could pick Lennon. God, I know he's dead. Actually, now I don't even know if Ringo Starr is still alive. Sorry, Ringo. I think he's still alive. Let me see. Ringo Starr, big fan of the podcast. I hope I don't lose him. Uh, saying I didn't know if he was dead or not. Looks to me like, no, he's still alive and kicking. Oh, I recognize him. I I think I'd look at him. He looks kind of like a... Uh, <laughs> he looks like a terrorist from one of the Taken movies with Liam Neeson. That's kind of what he looks like. He's got those dark sunglasses and the facial hair. Um, age 78. Uh, wow. Yeah, it, I mean, it won't be long. <laughs> Sorry, Ringo. Again, it won't. It won't be. It won't be terribly long before, uh, before I can say, "Is he dead?" And you guys will be like, "Yeah, no, he he is totally dead." So, Ringo. Okay, I recognize him. I recognize him at the very least. Uh, let's see. Can I even name all the be- John Lennon? Like, I know he's dead, but even it's like hard to picture him. Like, I could see him somewhere, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's just a dirty hippie." That's, I feel like, Paul McCartney, he hangs around the comedy scene. Sometimes you see him out at, out at shows, and you see a lot of pictures. He's still in the public eye. Uh, who's the other Beatle? Is it George Harrison? Is God, you guys are going to hate me for sounding so stupid. Uh, George Harrison, is that the other one? Uh, there he is, George Harrison, uh, English musician, film producer, lead guitarist of the Beatles. Man, I don't even know the lead guitarist. He died in 2001 in Los Angeles. So, um, yeah, George Harrison, I mean, he looks like a Beatle if you see him in the... But then when he was growing up, no way. No way. <laughs> you would never have known that that was him. Uh, so, yeah, just Paul McCartney. But I never got into the Beatles. You know, they've got some fine songs, but I've um, never really been big into it. Uh, and that's okay. That's okay, you guys. It's okay that we disagree from time to time. But I was pretty happy that the rest of my list you guys didn't take issue with. And hopefully some of the things on my top ten movie list, you maybe you haven't seen some of those movies. You're like, well, let me check them out. And maybe you enjoyed them. That's what I like to think. If I don't hear from you guys about it, I'll assume that there are three movies on there that aren't a part of your Christmas rotation that are now, boom, in the DVD player, streaming them on Netflix. You're welcome. <laughs> um, oh, I had a bad, bad week in fantasy football. Uh, <laughs> I know you guys really want to hear about it. Um, fantasy football makes weird football fans, and I have... I have succumbed to the beast. I am in four. I was in four leagues this year, you guys. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> Realistically, you should only be in one. Two is the max. 
But after that, you become weird because now you're rooting for different players in each league, and oftentimes you're rooting for and against a certain player at the same time. You're like, I need him to get a touchdown, but not not more than 10 yards uh, so that I can win in both my leagues. So I, I went one for four this week, and uh, I'm only I only made one playoffs. Uh, and my team is crumbling. It is crumbling. My one good team in uh, the Family Fantasy Football League is just becoming obliterated. I lost. Uh, I lost. What's his name? It's not. Uh, I lost Kareem Hunt, who got in trouble for a physical altercation with a woman. Can you please stop hitting people? NFL players, I know that's what you're paid to do. You're in a contact sport, but can you please stop being dickholes? Like, the guy was just done with his rookie season, and now he's going to go out to a hotel and get in an altercation. Like, if some if somebody's talking trash, walk away or run. You're one of the fastest people on the planet. Run away from trouble. Run away like there are millions of dollars at stake. How about do that? If somebody said, run away from me or I'm taking $10 million from you, you know how fast they could go? Get out of there. And I know he's admitted his mistake and he regrets it, but these stupid idiots that come up and they just make bad decisions, you just look at them, you're like, what? Like Aaron Hernandez, all he had to do was not murder people. Don't murder. You just signed a $40 million contract. How about don't pull that trigger? Let them live. You've got $40 million. Move across the country. You don't have to see their face. Oh, oh. and see, now I've become a weird fan because now I'm upset about that. Not for the reason I should be upset, which I'm also upset that he's a bad guy and he does bad things. I feel sorry for all those involved. But... My first thought was to me, my no, my fantasy football team, I'm going to lose him. And then, of course, of course, somebody in the league that found out before I did picked up his backup. That's what happens when you've got, you know, kids and and uh, you're you're working on comedy full time. You don't have I you know what? I do have the time. I should have been on top of that. I should have seen that come across the wire and been like, ooh, let me go pick up his backup right away. But uh, in all four leagues, somebody was ahead of me on that one. And I'm just like, what the hell are you guys doing with your lives on a date? I guess if you have an office job, you're probably dicking around more than I am. And God knows I dick around a lot. God knows I get distracted. I'll fall down an internet wormhole. But it's like very distracted distractions, you know? Like, uh, or very, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? It's very, um, very focused distractions. Once I get on a wormhole... I am on board for that wormhole. I'm not. I'm not following other things. I'm going down that one. So uh, I don't know what you guys are all sitting there at your office jobs, not not working. Apparently, you're picking up. Uh, you're picking up Kareem Hunt's backup. I can't even tell you who it is, but you had the time to look him up and get him hours before I even found out what was going on. Um, so my fantasy football team, it's falling apart. I got Emmanuel Sanders got injured. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. got injured. I'm waiting to see who's not going to play these last couple weeks. 
uh, because their team's already locked into the playoffs. So it's probably going to happen to uh, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback of Kansas City. He's probably they're probably going to just coast. They're probably going to bench him for uh, the last game or two. Uh, and he's my quarterback. So I'm guessing I'm going to get into the playoffs right there. Going to get beat by, I don't know who, my brother-in-law or something. He's going to be able to talk trash to me all Christmas. And uh, (laughs) that'll be... And next year, next year I made a pledge to myself. I'm going to be in two leagues maximum. That's it. Two. The others, I'm sorry. I'm telling you no. I'm in two leagues. That's it. See you later. That's all I have time for. That's all I want to do. Four leagues is too many. You become too weird. Only two. You can't do more than two. One is preferable, but two, I think, is doable. Uh, What is not doable, and I'll tell you this much, is uh, potty training a four-year-old. That's not doable. You can can get through the day. You can kind of figure out, okay, he's doing a potty dance. He's jumping around like an idiot. Uh, Let me go ahead and force him to the toilet. But, um, But at night, we cannot get him to do anything at night and i thought he was ready i thought he was ready because he was excited to wear like underwear to bed he was finally like no i'm gonna wear this i'm good i can do this and i was like you know what you know admitting it is the first step right and so i feel like something clicked in his brain where he wanted to do it and i was like yeah buddy let's go for it so we put him in the underwear and i read about it there were a couple of tips and they said, okay, uh, make sure that you don't give them water an hour before bedtime and make them go to the bathroom right before they go to bed. Actually, I think it said make them go to the bathroom a half hour before bed and then right before they go to bed and uh, then put them in. And then you wake them up one time before you go to bed and get them up and go potty. So I did all that, followed the letter of the law, and the first night he came out with a little bit of tinkle in his underwear and he was like oh, i went and and so i was like i felt and yeah he just had a little tinkle went took him to the bathroom and he peed a lot in the toilet and i was like ooh, step in the right direction he woke himself up oh man this might be easier than i thought so i you know switch out his underwear it hadn't like soaked through anything else so i didn't have to like change a bunch of sheets or anything uh, just changed the underwear and put him back to bed. He fell right back asleep, so that wasn't a problem. Uh, and I was like, look at this. And uh, and then I got him up once before I went to bed and took him and went pee again. And then he, like, he was pretty good. I think he had a little bit again later, but I was like, you know what? If he woke himself up, that's fantastic. Night number two, I was Follow the letter again. Here we go. Half hour before, right before, no water. Let's rock it. Boom. And uh, then two hours later, I was like, let me go check on him. And he is just dead asleep, just dreaming in a lake of urine. He soaked the entire thing. And I was like, oh, my God. The first night, him waking up, that was a fluke. Because then the next three nights of trying it i would go in there at some point in the night and he's just just completely soaked the sheets and you're like ah how are you sleeping through this uh and so we gave up on it we gave up we couldn't do it 
we couldn't do it. I wasn't going to, ch- I was changing sheets every single night. I was getting up three, four times in the night to go check on him and, and get him up to go to the bathroom. And it just wasn't taking hold. So uh, we're like, well, maybe he's not ready. And and he's good during the day. During the day, he's all good. He doesn't doesn't have accidents. I can't remember the last time either him or the two and a half year old pooped in a in a diaper or their underwear. So uh, during the day is good. And, you know, just throw a diaper on him at night, and when he's ready, he's ready. Because he still wakes up with a giant like just a cod piece <laughs> full of pee in the morning when we put a diaper on him. So that's fine. But uh, this does bring up an interesting question in the realm of parenting with social media. And because I posted I posted a video yesterday or the day before of uh, my middle child, Neil, two and a half years old. He was on the toilet and he was singing, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And I thought it was hilarious. So I, I took out the phone when he was like going through like maybe the third time and I videotaped it. And I videotaped it from the hallway and then I went in there when he goes, and a happy new year. And he can't quite, he doesn't, I don't think he knows it's a happy new year. So he's like, a happy new Neil. Uh, <laughs> and he just, I go in there and he's just sitting on the toilet. He sees me and he just starts laughing. And uh, you can't see anything. You can tell that he's, you know, sitting on the toilet going to the bathroom, but you don't see any of his privates or anything. But, and I posted that, and people thought that was pretty funny. But then, but then my sister mm-hmm. called me, and she goes, hey, I shared that. But then I started to think, you know, is that something he's going to want posted? Or in a few years, is he going to be embarrassed that that's out there? And it kind of raised an interesting point of, like, what what we have the right to post of them growing up. And I know that's like an innocent little thing. And that, in my opinion, is okay. Because I did kind of have that thought before I put it up there. But there are things that maybe they don't want me talking about on the podcast or uh, posting on social media or even talking about on stage. And, uh, you know, it's kind of kind of an interesting thought on what we should be allowed to do and what we can say and what we can post, what pictures, because some parents just posting like full on nudes of their kids. And it's like adorable because they're little kids, um, you know, it's uh, it's completely innocent. But then, yeah, yeah, you think about it, it's like, well, what what repercussions are going to happen uh for them in the future or what are they going to be the shy type that's embarrassed by all that because once it's on the internet it's there forever you know i heard some other podcasts i think it was i think it was uh bert kreischer was talking about how now you just your family when you're a comedian your family is just it's a family business no who was it it was it was Seinfeld. It was Seinfeld talking about it on Jimmy Fallon. He's like, no, when you're... <laughs> it's funny I confused Kreischer for Seinfeld. Um, he's like, when you're you know, part of a comedy family, it's a family business, okay? You're just wrapped up into it. That's part of the deal. That's who you're going to... <laughs> you're going to be a part of the act. And so that's just something people got to get over. But, but, you know, it's something... I consider, and I'm sensitive to what might happen in the future, and now one of the kids is just screaming in the background. Mark my words, one day our kids are going to have all of us adults in some sort of Me Too movement. It'll be like Me Three, 
and they're going to be complaining about everything that we posted against their will. Not necessarily against their will, but like <laughs> there was no consent at all. We were just taking pictures of them and posting them. Mark my word, that will be a case in, uh, I don't know if it'll go all the way to the Supreme Court, but there's going to be definitely some like local things. Parents are posting some ridiculous stuff. <laughs> and uh, so these kids, and I don't blame them. Some of them are going to have beef coming down. Some of them are not going to be able to get jobs or they're going to get laughed out of their school, laughed out of office, whatever it is, because of something a parent has posted. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee that's going to happen. Write it down. Uh, and I guarantee that's going to happen. It may be even to me. It'll probably happen to me since I'm the one talking about it. One day the kid's going to look back and he's going to listen to this. He's going to be like, and my dad admitted to fault. So there it is. This is, I'd like to now, um, I'd like to now enter this Hofcast episode 28 in as admissible court evidence, um, item number one, exhibit A, this Hofcast episode 20. And you know what? I don't care. I'd be happy to have the listeners. What's on an average jury? 12 people. You got a judge, a couple of lawyers, maybe a couple of bystanders. Boom. Look at all that uh, subscribership growing for the Hofcast. Let's get on this. Let's get on this court case. Maybe I can get some traction that way. <laughs> you know, TMZ picks it up and all of a sudden everybody's listening to the Hofcast as they should be. Um, now I'd like to do... Uh, I, I enjoyed doing the Hoff Recommends so much last week. I want to do another one this week. So uh, this week on Hoff Recommends, I'm going to be talking about three underrated songs. Now, originally I was going to do a list of like 10 songs that I think everybody should listen to um, that aren't like mainstream, not necessarily mainstream songs. I guarantee at least one of these three you haven't heard, maybe two out of three, possibly even three out of three you guys have not heard of these songs. I wanted to do like 10 of them, but then I was like, no, I'm not going to give you guys a bunch of homework. Like nobody's going to go out there and listen to 10 songs, first of all, because everybody's musical taste is different. And secondly, uh, because maybe my musical taste sucks, but uh I like listening to songs like I listen to them over and over again if I really like the message or I like the lyrics that are in there. And so now I want to give you three songs that I, I recommend you uh, sit down and Google them, watch the music video, whatever you got to do. They're all three great songs. Um, two of them are great songs. One of them I just like. <laughs> so I, I'll rank them in this order. Don't think twice. Number one on my list of songs you should listen to probably is the most popular of all of them. It was in uh, that movie About Time, which was done by the same director as Love Actually. Great film. Came out, I don't know, five, six years ago with Rachel McAdams. Um, it, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It was on there. And uh, and it, it's made its impact on our culture, but it's not necessarily... Um, into mainstream, I wouldn't say. So that is Ben Folds' The Luckiest. If you haven't heard that, it's a sappy song, but it is great. It's a love song between him and his wife, and I just enjoy the hell out of it. If you haven't heard that song, give it a listen. If you have, you know what I'm talking about already. Uh, check it out and listen to the lyrics. Don't just have it on in the background. It's it's not one of those songs. These are the ones you have to like listen and hear what they're saying to appreciate it. So that's uh, the first one 
on my list of three underrated songs that you guys should give a try. The other one is from a band called The Matches. Now, this one I'm almost positive that you have not heard. I really love it. If you grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s, listening to pop punk music, Green Day, Blink-182, Newfound Glory, uh, that's the matches came in just shortly after that. Had a similar sound with a slant, but then uh, they broke up but got together, did this one last song. It's called Life of a Match. And the music video is really cool, too, because they took all those old pop-punk music videos and uh, just edited them all together and uh, made the singers look like they were singing these song- the lyrics that uh, the lead singer of the matches is singing here. And it just kind of is poignant to the times that we're living in right now and how nothing seems to be we're not making like a clear mark on anything we're just kind of like scratching at the surface that's kind of what it feels like right now uh here after i bash the beatles who some people consider timeless (laughs) and i'm like you know what nothing timeless is made anymore uh i realize i realize the hypocrisy of my own words um I would check that one out. That's the second song. So Ben Folds the Luckiest is number one. Number two is Life of a Match by The Matches. Um, and the third song I'd recommend, and I just like it. It's not It's not fantastic. I almost feel like leaving it off the list now. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave it off the list. Those are the two songs I think you should check out. I'm not going to give you guys 10 minutes worth of homework. Go check out those. It takes you six minutes to listen to those two songs. Watch the music videos to them. Um, I I think you're going to like them. Let me know. Let me know if you like them. If you have other songs that you guys really like that aren't necessarily in the mainstream but you feel like made an impact on your life, send those to me because I love love discovering new things and I love sharing. My wife always laughs that (laughs) that I'm just like a grown-up doing share and tell every time. I I remember on our honeymoon, we were uh, in St. Lucia and we were walking to dinner one night and I saw a giant snail and I just could not believe how cool and big it was. The snail was just hanging out on the sidewalk. And so we stood there probably for five extra minutes as I just waited for people to walk by. And I could go, hey, look at this snail. Can you believe it? And people are like, yeah. Hey, man, that's some snail. Good for you, buddy. You found it. <laughs> and I know they were just uh, humoring me, but I still sat there for like five minutes. Sarah's like, "Can we go eat now?" I'm like, "Just let me show a couple more people. I think they're really gonna, I think they're really gonna want to see this snail." <laughs> and maybe that's you guys right now. As I'm sharing these songs, you're like, "Yeah, Nick, we get it. People like music. Uh, we just want to listen to this podcast. Please move on." Eh. Maybe that's possible, but I love showing people new things. I love showing people new movies, new songs, snails, whatever it is. I love I love sharing experiences with people, and I love being shared with. So if you guys got some songs, send them to me. Um, highly accessible on social media, email, uh, text me if you got it. Uh, and then I'm going to leave that third song off because I think it just devalues the list. So that is it for this week's edition of Hoff recommends and uh with that i think we're gonna we're gonna sign off on the podcast once again i want to remind everybody this friday saturday i'm in lincoln city oregon if you guys live in northern northwest oregon or know somebody up there tell them to come check out a show um doing shows up there at a casino details are on my website and then the following week i am in coos bay oregon uh, Winston, Oregon at a brewery and then Friday, Saturday of next week 
I am in Medford, Oregon at Chadwick's Pub. And that show, last time I did that club, uh, the shows were sold out. So if you, if you want in on that, I don't know if they pre-sell tickets or if they take reservations or whatever it is, but you better get on that right away because uh, I think those shows uh, fill up, especially around the holidays. And I know a lot of people uh, were saying they, they were excited for me to come back. So if you're in the area, I suggest you get on that right away. Um, other than that, Oh yeah, and then I'm in um, I'm in like Warsaw, Indiana on the 29th, and I think that rounds out my shows for the year, unless something last minute pops up. I think that's it, and uh, I'll talk to you guys again next week. You guys have a fantastic one.